This episode is brought to you by Rakuten. Who doesn't love shopping online? Trying to find a coupon code, though, can be a total pet pee. That's why I shop with Rakuten. It's a free tool that does all the searching for you and instantly applies your savings at checkout. Plus, now here's the best part. You earn cash back on most purchases. Shopping in store? No problem. Just link your debit card to earn even more. You can download this on your computer or as an app on your phone. Check out our show notes for a direct link. Use our code and earn $10 cash back today. Monica, I want everyone to grab their popcorn and take that remote control away from your husband because we're talking about watching movies with husbands. And if your house is anything like my house, he always gets to pick, at least most of the time. What's it like at your house, Monica? Well, this last weekend, you picked our movie, so I, I can't wait I to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the way it works at my house. I don't really like watching movies. There's lots of different reasons why. Uh, mainly, I get too emotionally attached to characters. Also, I think a lot of comedy is dumb. I hate eighth grade boy humor. And so it's hard to find something in the middle. So I usually get to pick because Zach is less picky than me. And mm -hmm. he's just happy to spend that time together as kind of like little lame and ah, as that sounds, that he'll just let me pick the movie. So he does spend some of his time sorting through Netflix and Prime and the various uh, different ways we can watch movies mm -hmm. and curating a list that I will approve. I think that I'm basically the Zach of the relationship. I'm like, Paul, you pick because yeah. he, Paul only has two genres, comedy and action. If it's a Ooh. drama, he will just leave. He won't watch it with me. So it's hard for me to watch dramas. Um, I think Paul and I could watch the same type of movies. What's the most recent movie you started watching with him? Mortal Kombat. I could not. I cannot. I'm sorry. Just what? So, so awful. It's like <sighs> Kill Bill style. I see style. it. It's oh. like Kill Bill style blood. Oh, and no. I can't get into that. I'm sorry. Oh, I used, I've seen all the other Mortal Kombat movies and I used to play Mortal Kombat. I loved it. Played it as a kid with my brother, played it as a mother with my son, but I always played with gore off. So I'm taking it, this movie is like full gore on. Yeah, you can't take the oh. gore out of it. And so that's just, give me an action movie with mm -hmm. realistic scenes, realistic blood. But once yeah, it gets Mortal Kombat's into the... not super realistic. <laughs> no, no. And I that was one of the points of the game, right? And so the movie is very similar. Uh, so 10 minutes in, I was like, why are we watching this? Apparently, I had given him the impression that it was something that I cared to watch. So Which is funny. not how I remember that conversation going. <laughs> Did he continue to watch it without you? Uh, no, he went to bed. He gave me the remote and I finished Firefly Lane. Oh, wow. Winning. The most recent movie that we watched together is probably Buddy games, which I asked Monica to watch with Zach. And I want to know her 60 second critique. Monica, how did you, what did you think of Buddy Games with Josh Jamel, who produced it and starred in it? He is definitely something worth looking at. I will give it five stars in the, it had some dudes you could look at category <laughs> but i did end up taking notes as i watched this movie y'all because oh i did and everyone will very much enjoy these notes there's a few times this weekend as i was watching it that i wanted to text monica but i thought no no i'll save it for when i read these notes and zach he looked over at me and he said you would have stopped watching this 10 
minutes in. And he's right. I'd never would have watched this with him. I actually asked Zach, I said, now, would you have chosen to watch this by yourself? And he said, honestly, Monica, no. Oh, really? <laughs> so I thought he might enjoy it because it kind of reminded me of fraternity days. Yes. And here's the deal. I'm not, he did enjoy it. He just said he wouldn't have chosen to watch it okay. over other things. Sure. I mean, he's a dumb guy. No offense, honey. I love you. But <laughs> he found way more humor in it. Monica, I will say did laugh out loud a few times. There was some yes. good comedy in it, but overall he's right. Wouldn't have made it past basically the first scene, which is another guy teabagging another guy. So let me just put that in there for everybody. I'm not. Yeah, no, that one was that one. That. Was Here's my notes. How many brain cells did I lose watching this? I immediately, when it was done, wanted to text Monica, give me one and a half hours of my life back. I this feel is, that way with a lot of movies, Paul. Yeah. Thinks. Yeah. Uh, th these are literal notes I took, y'all. There's too many naked packages. And, and by that, I don't mean gifts. I mean male genitalia. Yeah, um, we don't need to see that. No. Who wants to see gross butts of 50-year-old men, which is about the age that most of these actors were approaching or are? I think they were a little younger. Oh, Zach and I looked up the ages on mm -hmm. everybody because they tried to pass them off as 38. And yeah, Zach and I both went, uh, I don't think so. <laughs> nope. And so we looked them all up because actually that's something Zach and I do during movies. Is we I swear we're on IMBD more than we are watching the movie. <laughs> we, we do that too. Just last night, watching the 10 minutes of Mortal Kombat. I was like, Paul, where's that actor from? He looks so familiar. We've seen a movie with him in it recently. Oh, yeah. And sure enough, we, we had. And then the other movie that he was in is 47 Ronin. And that's a really great movie too. Another Keanu movie is awesome. But oh, we're not talking about Keanu. No, we're not. <laughs> um, so yeah, we paused the TV and we have to look it up. And of course we did that. What else did I write? Oh, I commented this to Zach. Honey, an actual person wrote this movie. <laughs> like someone actually took time to think it out and write it. My brother-in-law was with us and he looks over at me and he says, you know, this is like Grown Ups 3, if there was a Grown Ups 3, but weird. <laughs> I hated how it ended because he chose his dumb buddies over his hot wife. Even if she wasn't hot, she was sweet and nice and supportive. But at the same time, I guess it goes endings along we, with how dumb the hate. movie was. Yeah. Endings <laughs> we hate for yeah. sure. Endings we hate. Monica tricked me. She tricked me into watching this y'all. I swear. I knew it was going to be bad. I knew it was going to be bad, but she told me that Jensen Ackles was in this. Now, Jensen Ackles of Supernatural CW fame. He is my celebrity crush. I'm like a schoolgirl where he is concerned. And I and had he to. He is in it. He is in it. And y'all, I had to confess to Zach that he was my celebrity crush because Zach listens to this podcast and I knew it would come up. And anyway, so Monica told me Jensen Ackles was in this and. I was like, yeah, okay. He was in it for one scene. Yes. One scene, which I'll have to admit was worth it. But one scene. Monica, that wasn't nice to trick me that I was going to get sorry. to see way more of Jensen Ackles. Actually, and in, in, in further comment on this movie, Buddy Games, Jensen Ackles should have been one of the main stars, except I'll tell you this. He's got too much class, too much class to act like those guys did. I think he's too much competition for Josh Dumel. But they okay. can't have too many hot guys. Oh my gosh. Can't Sorry, this is not a Jensen Ackles episode. Maybe we need to have one. <laughs> yes. Sorry, I Zach. Honey, I did. I came clean. I came clean about Jensen to you. 
Well, I'm glad you guys watched it. I'm sorry if it was a waste of time, but you did get a couple laughs. I did. I got laughs. We were watching it with my brother-in-law. Probably would have watched some show about gold mining or Alaskan bush people. So I don't, to me, I think that it was, it was a nice trade-off for what I probably would have been watching anyway. Okay. Well, that's cool. Paul did pick that one and I was really hesitant because I end up online shopping or doing something else a lot of times when Paul picks the movie because I'm not super invested in it. Zach expects me if we're watching a movie together to be invested in it and put my phone away, except for, of course, when we're looking at who the actors are. Right, right. But yeah, he just, that's an expectation for him. So, I mean, I get it because he does take time to find a movie I would enjoy. Okay, well, that makes sense. Some of the other movies that Paul and I have seen that I really enjoyed and maybe wouldn't have chosen myself are Spy with- I love that. Aldo, like the shoe store. Penny, like the penny. (laughs) We repeat that line all the time. I don't know why. So funny. Always be my maybe. Have you seen that one? I have not. With um, Ali Wong? No. mm -mm. Who else is is in it? Isn't it Keanu Reeves? Oh my God. Yeah, sorry. I thought you meant the the lead guy. Yeah, it's like the Jensen Ackles thing. It's like, oh, he's in it. He's he's in it. I was, I was trying to bait you. To I'm say sorry, Keanu Reeves. No, I thought you wanted the name of it. Keanu kind of makes the movie, but the movie oh, itself is really cute mm-hmm. and really funny. Sure. And yeah, Keanu Reeves is he's in it. Just like totally Jensen Ackles made Buddy Games. The nice thing is, or the funniest part is, when you watch the previews for Always Be My Baby. Yeah. They don't. I don't think they show you that Keanu is in it. And then the oh. character that he plays is just so freaking amazing. I always think that's fun when you get that type of movie where you see someone who you really enjoy and then the character is really great. It's kind of like a little surprise and adds to the whole experience. Yeah, it was it was a total surprise. And then his character was just so awesome and over the top that it made it worth it. We've seen the 21 Jump Streets. Oh, I like those. I like how you wrote in here, y'all. She wrote Hot Guy and Jonah Hill. Well, because I couldn't think of his What's name. What's his name? Channing Tatum? Yes. He's Channing just Tatum. hot guy to to uh, Monica. Yeah, he's just a hot guy. He's uh, <laughs> uh, the Mike, the Magic Mike movie. Oh, yeah. Too. Did he's you watch Magic. Magic Mike with your husband? Uh, no, he would not watch that with me. I watched it with some friends. It was I mean, totally worth it. Yeah. Totally worth it. <laughs> have you seen Spencer Confidential with Mark Wahlberg? I have not, but honestly... You said Mark Wahlberg, so mm-hmm. I think I should see it. I really do like anything that he's in. Action, drama, comedy. A, I really enjoy him. He's such a great actor and so diversified. So Spencer Confidential is like a cop comedy. Oh, fun. I like cop comedies. I don't know why. Me too. And then that leads me into CIA with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. How have I not seen that? I can't I can't believe I haven't seen it. And he's oh. another actor that I think is just he's does the actions, but he's also really funny. I met him in person. Oh, I'm so oh yeah. And then he asked Zach to go hang out with him. No way. Yeah. Y'all, this is what young nerd love does. What? It makes your fiance say, no, I'm waiting on my fiance and I, I don't want her to get upset. This is also what happens pre cell phone because I was getting onto a plane in St. Louis and I see The Rock. Now, Zach and I were big wrestling fans at the time, and The Rock was not quite that big yet. I was the only person in line who recognized him. That's how not big he was yet. I get on the payphone. I like dig change out of my backpack. 
I had not slept for 36 hours. That's a whole nother story. And I call Zach and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. The rock, the rock is on our, my plane. He is on my plane. So when you come to pick me up pre 9-11 mm -hmm. at the gate, because mm -hmm. you could do that. I was like, you have got to meet him, honey. He is here. I want you to know he's here and I want you to meet him because I know you like him so much. And it was just the coolest experience. So Zach hung out with his bodyguards, I guess, who were, who were getting him in Detroit. And when they got off the plane, the bodyguards and the rock said, Hey, why don't you come on in my limo and hang out with me? And um, then, yes. Yeah. And Zach said, no, can I just get a picture with you? My fiance is the one who told you that I was here or that you were here. And then he just got a picture with him, which we still have the picture. Then he waited for me. And then he told me that story. And then I was like, why are you not in the, who cares about me? I uh, can find a ride. You should be parting with a rock and forming a friendship that we can have for the next 30 years of our life. <laughs> Um, so are you friends with the rock? No, because my husband loved me too much. Y'all we're so gross. That's now, Hey, cute. you it's know really what? Sweet. That is one of the things that we learned through life. Now I know it wasn't a movie, but we have decided if a famous person asks us to hang out and the other one's not around, the answer is always yes. And we just leave the other person. We don't care. <laughs> I think that's a great family rule. Absolutely. It is. You should have that family rule. Y'all, if you're just getting started with your family or your partner, I've given you a rule for life right there. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm I'm sad for Zach that he didn't get to party with The Rock because yeah. since he was not so famous. He was not. We could have forged a true friendship. I'm That's serious. Right. Well, I'm glad you started off our topic because what people don't know is that Paul and I have made many life decisions <laughs> and we've had many life discussions based on the movies that we watch. Yeah, me too. The first one is if Paul ever calls me and tells me to take the kids and leave now, there's no arguing. There's no back and forth. I'm not questioning, but why can I pack a bag? Right. Time? I'm busy. I'm doing this and that. No, it's just you Absolutely. get the kids, you get in the car and you go. Why do, I can't think of any in particular, and maybe you have a clip, but I see that happen in movies all the time. And Zach and I are just blown away. If Zach told me to get the kids and get in the car, I wouldn't question it. I might question if I had time to get Scarlett. Mm -hmm. That's my dog, everyone, not one of my kids. Might be the only question I would ask him. And even at that, I don't know, I'd probably just get the kids and go, go, go. What is with it on these movies? Well, so in my head, I felt like there were numerous movies with I, scenes like this. Yeah. And I'm going to play a clip from 2012, a movie with John Cusack. And here we go. Hello? Okay, stop what you're doing. Jackson? Listen to me. I've rented a plane. Pack up the kids. I'm going to be there in five plane? minutes. What are, you, what are you talking about? We were going to do our regular Saturday. Noah has music at two and Lil has karate. Not that would expect him to remember. Kate, California is going down. Pack up the kids now. They just got back. God, you sound like a crazy person. The governor just said we're fine now. The guy's an actor. He's reading a script. When they tell you not to panic, that's when you run. The other conversation we have, Monica, is about keeping our family safe. Mm -hmm. What happens? What's the protocol? It's along the same lines as if one or the other of us ever says, get the kids and leave now. There's yeah. no question to ask. You just do it. And this is about the same uh, from a movie called Nobody that was released on Netflix not too long ago. 
And it's a movie about a really unassuming kind of nerdy guy. Oh yeah, I've seen the previews for that. Was that good? I really enjoyed it because it's, it's action, it's realistic action. And the guy is just so unassuming and kind of dweeby. And yet he's a total badass. (laughs) He is dweeby. So I'm going to play a little clip of the main character, no, Mr. Nobody, putting his wife and his kids into the basement so that they're safe and the conversation that happens. For 12 years, I worked for some very dangerous people. Everybody get to the basement. What is happening? Don't call 911. I think that she reacted the way that I would. Shocked, but she still did it. Yes, she definitely, there wasn't too much pushback. No. The shock is reasonable because she's being put into the basement and then he flips out this little secret panel and seals them in like it's a safe room. Yeah, I'm telling you, if Zach seals me in a safe room, I'm definitely not questioning him. Well, maybe later, (laughs) but not in the moment. So keeping... Family safe is a topic of conversation, especially now that we have kids, which leads into our other topic. What happens if one of us is ever kidnapped? As in ransom, taken, man on fire, equalizer, mechanic. Oh, yeah. Well, no, because I don't really feel like getting kidnapped in the middle of Northwest Ohio is probably a thing that's going to happen to me. Uh, I don't like thinking about those things, but you know what? I think it's probably not a bad idea. I do see on your note here and they're probably going to get into it, but to talk to your kids about maybe what they should do if they're taken. Oh, absolutely. I've watched and listened to and read way too much true crime. So it's something that I think about regularly. You never let them take you to a second location. You never, ever, ever let them take you to a second location. You kick, you scream, you make a scene, you do all of it because guess what? Whatever they're telling you is a lie. That's so true. And it's a good thing for you to keep in mind if you're ever kidnapped too. Oh gosh, we watched you and I too much true crime, too much true crime. (laughs) I wish I had more rules uh, than just that. You know, we should probably have our own podcast on true crime rules. I I have a lot of rules about that, but in particular, one of those rules is, you know, fight like hell. So I want to play a clip from Liam Neeson in Taken, where he's telling his daughter exactly what to do. And it must have been terrifying, you know, even thinking about this and having to have this conversation. Yeah. uh, Listening to it on the other end is terrifying. There's someone here. What? Oh my God, they got Amanda. They're coming. All right, listen to me. Go to the next bedroom, under the bed. Tell me when you're there. Now. The next part is very important. They are going to take you. You know what's remarkable to me about that scene is that his daughter listens to every word he says. Without hesitation. Without hesitation. And I think my kids, while, you know, maybe they don't put away their backpack or do a few of the things that I would like for them to do when I say them. I do think that in an emergency situation, my children would do exactly what I say. And I think that's because they do, they trust me as a parent. And you can see that in that clip. Definitely. Obviously we know how taken, taken two and taken three end up, they don't end well. You know, what would you do? Uh, Did y'all talk about, you know, like, do you pay the ransom? I mean, did you, do you all talk about that? We do. And we've agreed that we will never pay a ransom. 
Mm. I'll never pay for him. He'll never pay for me. We won't pay for the kids because the majority of the time the ransom is gone and it doesn't end well. Yeah. I think in that situation that I would, I always think, well, I'm going to pretend like I'm going to pay you the ransom while I get all the most powerful people I know. And I will stop at nothing to show up on their doorstep Mm -hmm. and get my kids saved. The other reason that we talk about never paying the ransom, Monica, is because you don't negotiate with terrorists. Oh, that's such a good point. So that's kind of a family rule. Sometimes we call Logan a little terrorist and we don't negotiate with him. He does not get his way. He can throw a tantrum. (laughs) He can scream. It's true. That's our own family rule. But Paul and I have decided that we will seek revenge and we will burn it all down together. I I think that that is very sweet and a good... I'm glad that y'all have come to this revenge part of your marriage. And yes. <laughs> I mean, we would need to avenge the kidnapping or the murder of oh, yeah. a family member. It'd be right? kind of hard not to, even in small things that have happened to my family or to my children, just that revenge burns deep. So I listed off a couple of other movies that, you know, you think of them more with that whole revenge or avenging theme. But there, mm-hmm. were, there are a couple here that I didn't quite put in that category. Gladiator. Love that. Braveheart. Very good. And Memento. I'd forgotten about oh, that Oh, yeah. Paul and I also agree that we will play the long game. Okay? It's all about the long revenge game. Ooh, yeah. If I'm ever in a revenge situation, which I hope I never am, I really do try to not be vengeful. It's a long game, though. Don't they usually say revenge is a dish best served cold? Yep. So we'll play the long game. You can never, ever, ever leave anyone alive because then they end up like Colombiana. Have you seen that one? It's really good. It's with Zoe Saldana. I really liked it. And she's basically an assassin who is playing the long game to avenge the murder of her family because they left her alive. She was a child and they left her and guess what? And if they would have, yeah, if they would have killed her, then Mm -hmm. there wouldn't be the cycle of revenge, which I think happens a lot in movies. I don't know about real life. Okay, everybody. Exactly. Looked at the stats. So it's a, (laughs) it's a good, it's a good action movie. You might like it. Now we've talked about Probably all not. of the, you don't, you said you like action. I like action, but I don't like killing. I don't know. I like action. Like, you know, transformers. <laughs> okay. Y'all, I'm just so okay. bad with the movies. Wow. I'm so bad. Wow. <laughs> I read that all wrong. It's like action movies. Yeah. You'll like this. No. Don't like killing. I do it, make, it makes sense. I guess I'm better at compartmentalizing. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've all lived through a pandemic, mm-hmm. the madness that could have happened made us think about other things. And yes. we've watched zombie movies and apocalypse movies, you know, natural disaster movies. Yes. So basically we've decided we will protect what is ours at all costs. We're going to take everybody as a family and we're going to go someplace and we'll just badass our way to safety. Oh yeah. I think that Zach and I feel the same way. Something I've seen in the movies that drives me nuts. And in particular, I am legend is one. They separate, the family separates. He allows his daughter and his wife to get into that helicopter and then the helicopter crashes which is such an awful scene Uh. but if he would have just been on that helicopter yeah he would be dead but he would have died with his family and I'm sorry I'd rather go down with Zach and the kids than Mm -hmm. without them very true because if it's just you what's the point 
what's the point? Now, of course, in that movie, he was trying to save humanity, didn't yes. think his wife was going to die in the helicopter. I think we talk about it on bad endings, but just because it's a different ending, not because yes. it's a bad ending. Mm-hmm. It's, it's worth seeing. Let's pause here for a quick break. Today's episode is brought to you by partner affiliate Force of Nature. Did you know that 40% of adults and 30% of children in the U.S. have allergies? Now is the perfect time to educate yourselves about how chemicals in traditional cleaners can trigger allergies and asthma. Head over to the link in our show notes and save yourself a bundle off of starter kits. Start using Force of Nature in your home today. Monica, have you seen the movie Bridesmaids? I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen all of it. Um, what's up? How, you and, okay. you and uh, so Paul we, got some questions on this or what? <laughs> we do. So we've transitioned from Paul and I seeking revenge and avenging things and, you know, apocalypse. <laughs> to bridesmaids. To bridesmaids. <laughs> and things that happen when you're out. So I'd like to play this clip and I'll just give a little synopsis here. It's the scene where they are trying on bridesmaids' dresses and wedding dresses, and they've just eaten at a Brazilian or an all-you-can-eat meat place. That sounds good. It does sound good, doesn't it? And as they're trying on all of these dresses, some of them start sweating. They start burping, you know, a little bit of stomach upsetness. And here's the best part of the scene right now. Everybody's really sick from that restaurant. Oh. But it wasn't the restaurant. Oh, no, no, no. Lillian, oh, no. where are you going? I need a bathroom. No! Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, where are you going? Oh, no. 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 It's happening. It's happening. It happened. in the street. Monica, can you even believe that that happened? All of them at the same time? That is pretty disgusting and gross, but it's relatable. I think that we've kind of all been in that type of situation. Well, I have a similar story uh, that occurred just before my wedding. So the night of the rehearsal dinner. Oh no. Oh no. My friend Beth wanted to make sure that I was nice and cleansed for the big day. We had both had some smooth move tea. I just cannot believe before. that you would do this that close to your wedding. You're so funny. But I, I did it the you. day before. Right? I know. Not two days still. before it, just the True. day before. <laughs> and because she's like, you know, it says it happens overnight, but you just want to be prepared. So we go to the rehearsal dinner. We had the tea in the morning, the rehearsal dinner. Everything's going fine. And my stomach does a somersault. I'm like, huh. It's not good. Oh, no. I go to the bathroom. My dress was so tight and so well-fitted that it was actually that. hard to put on and take off to go to any kind of bathroom. Like, it doesn't <laughs> oh, matter. No. no you didn't ruin your dress, did you? No, no. Oh, but God. I did take a while and people were worried, but nothing happened, right? And so <laughs> everyone's like, worried. are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. My dress is just hard to take off. So Paul drives us back to the hotel, Beth and I, and while we're driving, I look at her and she looks at me and something is happening to both of us at the same time. What? No. Paul pulls up to the valet of the car, expecting Beth and I to help him unload the trunk. And we just run to the elevator up to our (laughs) shared room. But guess what? There's only one toilet. Oh my so, gosh. It's just like that scene. Yes. Just like the scene. So fortunately- You didn't go in the sink, did you? No, 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 no. Oh, good. 
Paul's room was just down the hall and I had a key. So I go in Paul's room. Two minutes into my situation, Paul comes into the room with a friend as I'm destroying the bathroom. Oh, what? (laughs) No. How embarrassing. Oh, I was so embarrassed. So I waited for them to leave. I was like, "Uh, can you give me a minute? And so later on, weeks later, Paul has a bone to pick with me. He's like, why didn't you stay and help me? unload the car. I'm like, you have no idea what I was dealing with. Oh my goodness. So funny. So I reminded him of the bridesmaid scene. He's like, it was going to be like that. I said, yes, it was going to be just like that. Jeez. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe you took that. (laughs) Hey, it worked. I felt fine the day of the wedding. (laughs) Uh, The other thing that Paul and I don't necessarily talk about, but that I think about sometimes with certain movies is if he cheats on me, what I will do. Oh, what will you do? Exact revenge. So I really like the movie, The Other Woman. It's with Cameron Diaz. Oh, it's really cute. And he he basically has a a wife and two girlfriends. Okay. Two girlfriends. Yes. They plan this great scheme and they take all of his assets and money before he realizes it. Oh my gosh. That's great. Do you have that scene? Do you have any part of that movie? Because that's funny. The best part of this movie is that They play the long game, not the short game. The long game consists of making him think he's going a little bit crazy. Watch this because it is funny. So what do you want to do? I want him to feel pain. We should kick him in the balls. No, I really like the way your brain works, but I think we're going for something a little bit bigger. I found this. He's stealing from his partners. So let's find the money and ruin him. Put the lawyer, the wife, and the booze together, and we know how to do it just as shady as he does. (laughs) I thought you were giving him hormones. I am. Not for a pre-op transsexual. I look like I need a bra. I think you're going through menopause. Menopause? Uh-huh. Is it a little... All right. I hope everyone enjoyed that because he gets what's coming to him. He definitely gets what's coming to him. The other woman, I liked it. It's a good girlfriend (laughs) movie about women bonding over terrible things. The other thing I think about, or Paul thinks about rather, the other thing Paul thinks about, because I do watch and listen to and read so much true crime, he tells people randomly, if he ever dies, that I did it. What? Hasn't he listened to any of the true crime? It's usually the husband. (laughs) Right, right. In his case, he thinks that I'm plotting something. I'm like, no, I just like other people's crime drama. I randomly run around telling people that if I die, I don't think it would have been Zach. So don't blame him, okay? And also, if I die and there is a piece of my hair that is found in someone else's house, it's highly unlikely they also murdered me because I shed a lot. So my dad and I used to have- Your this, DNA yeah, my, everywhere. Yeah, my dad and I used- My dad lived in Arkansas and I in Ohio. And we would laugh all the time and he would just say, because of my shedding, Monica, if you ever died, they're going to think I did it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the good news is that because I do listen to all the true crime, I know exactly what to do. I'm going to get a lawyer and I'm not saying a word. Oh, heck yeah. Because that's what you do. (laughs) Definitely love my husband to death, but not literally. Oh, to death. Yes. (laughs) Uh, And last but not least, we... Sometimes I think that Paul is in a secret society that he can't tell me about. So if he ever gets out- I think so, because he's in the government, Mm y'all. Monica, we may need to have a talk later off of the podcast, okay? Yeah, no, he can't tell me anything, which, you know, makes me even more curious. So if a secret society ever wants him to get back in after he's gotten out, as in John Wick, he won't go back without a fight. Suddenly one day, he asked to leave. 
is over a woman, of course. So I made a deal with him. I gave him an impossible task. A job no one could have pulled off. He buried that day. Laid the foundation of what we are now. Oh yeah, for sure. I think about the times when the Delta Tell Delta fraternity might seek Zach again to go to Vegas on a vacation. And I think the same thing. He doesn't need to go back without a fight. That's right. Something tells me he might willingly go. <laughs> Probably right. Just let you think he put up a fight. No, For sure. really, don't make me. I can't. No, I uh, <laughs> didn't want to go hang out with my buddies. Right. Yeah, I know. I know, Zach. I'm aware. Monica, are there any conversations that you and Zach have had with regards to movies? Uh, there's a big one that we have all the time because it's in so many different shows that we watch. We watch a lot of shows together, in particular crime shows. Uh, not true crime, but this does happen in true crime. And it's when the serial killer gets arrested and they're and they're going through the house and, and they're talking to the wife and she says things like this. He always told me to stay out of the basement. He always said, I can't go to the work shed. He really hated it if I'd go by the attic. Zach and I are like, how? We can't imagine having no. a relationship where we told the other one they can't go into part of the house. I am far too curious and too much of a rebel. If you tell me not to, you better believe I'm breaking in. Oh, yeah, definitely. If Zach wants to be a serial killer, he'll have to do it like off property because there, there's no way he could tell me not to go do something that I wouldn't do it for those same reasons. So I do want to give everyone just kind of a little piece of advice. If your partner is telling you there's parts of the house you can't go into, they're probably a serial killer, an assassin, or part of a secret society. I'm sorry if I just burst your little <laughs> bubble, but one of those three things is definitely going on. They're, they're not making you cute little gifts in their wood shop. Yeah, I would agree. There's something yes. wrong with that scenario. I think those are all valid conversations to have. But friends, I really want to know from you the real life conversations and plans that you may have created because you watched a TV show or a movie with your spouse or significant other. Find us on Instagram at Two Monica's Podcast. Tag your husband, tag your wife, tag a friend, and tell me real life conversations you've had while watching movies. Yes, I bet these are going to be some good ones. I can't wait. I can't wait to read them. Friends, we hope you enjoyed today's episode of Two Monicas and a Microphone. Don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. And you can always find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Hit follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time.